It's another hockey brief taking you through the Stanley Cup playoffs. I'm Steve Titchener here with Devils radio play-by-play announcer Matt Lachlan. And Matt, what a series we have in the East. Uh, the Rangers looked really good at home. They've been great at the Garden going up 2-0, and but the Lightning come back. They go down to Tampa. They take the last two, and the last one convincingly 4-1. They got some momentum going back to the garden, Matt. How do you see this going down? Well, it is a series, as you said, and I think anybody who counted Tampa Bay out after being down 2 nothing didn't really necessarily acknowledge what was about to happen. Yeah, game three was going to be critical, and the Rangers led 2 nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have put that yeah. series away yeah. with, with a victory, and it took until less than a minute to go for Tampa Bay to secure the win. But they started to get better and better as time went on. But you, you count out a two-time defending champion at your own peril. So now it's a home series, right? And mm-hmm. is momentum on Tampa Bay side? Well, you would think. I think they started to find their game. And I think it's frustrated the Rangers. But momentum only lasts until your next start. And if Igor Shesterkin is brilliant and the home crowd lifts the Rangers and being able to have last change and control matchups a little better, things start to switch the Rangers' way. Injuries are a bit of a concern for New York. We don't know the depth of them, but they missed a couple of guys last night. And if their depth is affected, then things do switch Tampa's way. So it's back to the Garden. Uh, what are the keys for the Rangers to stop the bleeding here, Matt? Well, first off, I think they'll get a lift from being home. That that fan base is raucous. That building rocks. And you you come out with some juice. So that's to your benefit. They'll also benefit from the fact that they can avoid some matchups. Like in Game 4, the Zibinijad line was really shut down by uh, Sorelli, Hagel, and Kalorn. But that's because the visiting team has to put its line out first. So as soon as Gallant put out his top line, that's who John Cooper was able to counter with. Now, Tampa Bay got to put its decision up front and put out a line that they want to see start a particular shift, and Gallant can avoid that matchup. And then it becomes a chess match. How do I get my guys off, get my guys on to try to get the matchup I want? It can become overwhelming and too distracting at times. But uh, that's one advantage that the Rangers will have. They'll have the last change, so that will work. Uh, and I think also they've been here. right? They, they were down in the series to Pittsburgh. They were down in the series to Carolina. It's a different animal, but I don't want to say they're comfortable, but I think that they know that they have success. They know they've got a great goalie. They'll probably need a superhuman effort to help secure that victory. So I think those things will all help. The injuries, though, will be a problem if they can't play without uh, with Philip Heedle or with Ryan Strome, both uh, of whom uh, were not effective in Game 3. One, because Strome wasn't in the lineup because of an injury, or Game 4, rather, uh, and Heedle left in the middle of the game. Those are two big cogs down the middle. That changes the dynamics an awful lot. So good health and take advantage of being comfortable in this spot. And what does Tampa have to do in New York? They get in a tight one you would think that uh, the Rangers would would prevail in this one. Well, they did score first, as you recall, in Game 2, but they couldn't sustain it, and and the Rangers wound up winning. So I don't know if scoring first is critical. However, it is important. Uh, Tampa can overcome a 1-0 deficit. I think, though, if they could score first in Game 5, which is tomorrow night as we record this Thursday night, if they can score first, now the seeds of doubt that have been planted start to sprout a little bit. Now, seeds of doubt generally are in the minds of 
people like you and me, other members of the media, the fans. Pro athletes don't think that way. They're always grinding and they're confident that they can overcome it. However, as things have turned away and some things go against the Rangers, like some injuries, et cetera, if Tampa Bay gets the lead and then they start playing hard, you know, the Rangers, you, you do start to think a little bit like, okay, now our backs are up against the wall. But I don't think falling behind on Thursday eliminates any chance of Tampa winning. But they have started to find a formula. Their matchup work has been great. They're playing a, a difficult game defensively. And Andre Vasilevsky has gotten back to his level after being okay the first two games. Yeah, he has. And I think Shesterkin, do you think he's cooled off a little bit? He was super hot and then wasn't so great in the last outing. Of course, down in Tampa, uh, he's probably better at the Garden. Uh, I think the numbers would reflect that. I I don't know if he's cooled off per se. I think Tampa has elevated its heat. Uh, You know, but you look at the the, the first goal scored last night. I mean, yeah, Shesterkin gave up uh, a rebound, but... My goodness. I mean, Zach Bogosian just comes down the right wing wall. He dances past Ryan Reeves. Justin Braun, the defenseman, is trying to poke the puck away, caught flat-footed, and then the rebound goal is put home. So the Rangers have to help their goalie out, that's for sure. Well, crucial game five coming up in the Garden. It's going to be a good one. Absolutely. Looking forward to that. Well, the West has decided, Matt, the Colorado Avalanche with a dominant sweep of the Oilers, 22 goals in four games. Now, you knew the Oilers were going to score, but no, that didn't happen. It was the Avalanche that poured it on. Yeah, I wonder if there's a little bit of a hangover from beating Calgary in the Battle of Alberta. Maybe a little bit of that, but Colorado is just the machine at this point. They don't have a great goaltender. Darcy Kemper may come back. He backed up in game four. He was out with an upper body injury, believed to be concussion-related. And he is better than Pavel Francouz, who in game four had some very shaky moments, but Mike Smith was terrible uh, for Edmonton in goal. And Colorado just keeps coming and coming and coming. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what happens. I think there are things that Colorado will have to do differently against either the Rangers or Tampa Bay just because of the different nature of those two teams and they'll be off for a long time and as we saw and have seen at Tampa Bay sometimes that's a good thing sometimes that's a bad thing that's partly why Tampa got off to a slow start but now that rest might be why they're fueling their run right now so uh, Colorado is going to be a tough out I I don't think their goaltending matters as much as it does to the Rangers in Tampa Bay. I think they believe they can score on anybody. They are just relentless. They've been machine-like. So it'll be fun. Uh, it'll be a fun Stanley Cup final no matter who plays. Yeah, and I said since the start of the playoffs, they appear to be the team to beat the regular season that they had. And now, you know, I mean, the Blues gave them a little bit of a headache, but they've kind of rolled through the playoffs here, Matt, and they've got to be the favorite, I would think, although, yes, you're right, Maybe that layoff's not such a good thing. Well, it, it'll help them get a, a little healthier. I mean, Nazem Kadri's got a broken thumb. Will he be able to come back? He had it operated on. You know, they're not going to play the first game of this. If, if the Rangers series goes seven games, they're not going to play until minimum Thursday of next week. So what's that, the 16th? And, you know, they, they won the other night. You know, you lose track of time. But what was that? The the seventh, uh, eighth, so uh, or sixth rather. Anyway, it's been a long time. They they might not even play until the the weekend starts. So it'll be a long, long time, and that'll help players like Kadri. It'll help 
players like Cogliano, who suffered a hand injury, to recover a little bit. So it does benefit them, I think. But then there's getting back to speed quickly, and that's hard to do. By the way, keep in mind that if that scenario does play out and they have a very, very, very long layoff, yeah, the rust has to be knocked off. But think about it. If the Rangers win, let's say in seven games, that's three seven-game series. Man, that is tough. If if Tampa yeah, Bay wins, not grind. quite as many games under their belt, but the grind starts to get there. And you may be able to get off to a quick start because you've been in that mode playing every other day and let's go. And you peter but out. But then you start, to feel, you start to feel a little weary as a fresh team comes at you. Right. And my money is on that uh, East going seven games. So this is uh, great because local hockey is still alive here. So we're excited about this. You can get this uh, podcast on you know, Spotify, on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, anywhere you find your uh, podcast. You can find us. And we'll take this, Matt, to the end. So uh, we'll likely when we get back, well, we will have a, uh, a final preview pretty much because the series will be over between uh, the Rangers and Tampa. But still a lot of hockey left in that one. So I'm Steve Titchener with Matt Lachlan, and we'll catch you all next week. Thanks, Matt. You got it, Steve. Have a good weekend.